With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a cheeky one. Square! And Spurs Keeper! More! 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 A brilliantly worked set piece! Skullduggery! Hoodwinkery! Hello, welcome to episode 209 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. You're listening to the audio pod, so you probably can't see our faces. Well, you definitely can't. And I can tell you one thing. We are both smiling after AFC Bournemouth won at home again. And this time against Eddie Howe's Newcastle United. Tom, it's amazing how a win changes our emotions and our optimism going forward. Yeah, it's a results business and uh, and uh, as soon as you get that win, and I think now you start looking at things differently, go, okay, let's move City aside because it's City. And then you go, actually, we played quite well against Liverpool in the Cup. We beat Burnley at home. Are we quite good now? I don't know. But yeah, it's been, um, it's been just great to enjoy a weekend of winning a game, really pleased for the manager and the players. So hopefully we can kick on after the break now. So myself and Tom are going to get stuck into it very shortly. But after the game, there were the fan cams. You can watch them all on YouTube. Just click on to the full-time Cherries playlist and you can see it there. But Tiggs was the man with the mic. And here are a few selected opinions at full-time. Well, well, we did not quite expect that. We knew it was a good time to play Newcastle. But did we expect a 2-0 win? Probably not. Uh, no billing. And Neto back in goal. And some people were a little bit worried, but Neil, that was a result to be very, very happy with. Yeah, very proud of the players today. I mean, they put in a great performance. Yeah. I think it's the sort of football that we have been hoping to see. Yeah. I don't know if we can say expecting to see, but certainly hoping to see all the season. Uh, we were strong in defence, we were quick on the break, and yeah, uh, a little bit more clinical than we have been all season uh, in front of goal, so fantastic. Were you a little bit, I mean, seven minutes of added time at the end there, that felt like a little bit lot, quite quite a lot, but we seem to have it under control, didn't we? Yeah, I didn't feel nervous at all. No. Uh, often I do, <laughs> I do, coming into the added time, but tonight, no. No, I think we, we, we thoroughly deserve that victory. Ryan Christie, he, he signed a new contract this week, and people were interested in see what his performance would be like. First half, couple of shots. 40 seconds, his first shot on target. Wow! 40 seconds. And yeah, two shots on target in the first half. He didn't stop running all game. That's the uh, and I thought yeah. he was fantastic. Yes! Us Reds, apparently. Yes, yeah. exactly, indeed. And, and what an atmosphere today as well. You, you mentioned before we came on camera, you could take, like, sing it all game. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the whole game. We got Eddie Howe in the house, uh, yeah. and yet we're singing Irrael is all the way through. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Let's go on, Neil. All the best. Okay, thanks. Brilliant. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Brilliant. 
Hey PK, how you doing buddy? Yeah, good. good. I've never, I don't think I've ever hugged a man as, as strongly as I hugged you today uh, at the end of that game. Well, by mile. We won't get into that. But absolutely incredible. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, it was a great performance, wasn't it? It, was, it? Like everything just clicked today. Whether, I don't know what, what I'm not entirely sure what, what happened to make it click. Maybe yeah. it's Billing not playing. Maybe he's the... Maybe he's the reason why we play better today. Who knows? I mean, it felt like more of a team, didn't yeah, it, rather yeah, than yeah. individuals? Exactly. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was what we used to have. You know, where we had a team of players that were playing for each other. Yeah. Um, and everybody was working so hard. I mean, Ryan Christie. I'd love to know his like distant stats because he is literally all over the place. He's ran a lot, a lot of the game, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Neto came back into goal. Yeah. He had a really solid performance, didn't he? He did. He did. He uh, didn't do anything wrong, as far as I could tell. He, he, his distribution seemed pretty good, apart from a slip at the end. But yeah, he, he was good. Good. I was really pleased with everybody. Actually, everyone. Semenyo played really well. Red. <laughs> Red. <laughs> Thanks, lads. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone had a great game. It was. Yeah. It was one of those matches where. I'd, I mean, yes, OK, we played Newcastle. To be fair to them, we yeah. played Newcastle at the right time. Yeah. They had so many injuries and suspension. It's just, but, you know, you can only play what's in front of you. And we, we, took, we outplayed them. We did. We it, outplayed it, them. it kind of felt like we could have got three there, didn't it? Well, we had 19 shots, 10 on target. Wow. 10 that's, on target. That's, that's incredible. I mean, Nick Pope at the end. What a save yeah. at the end. At the end, that was incredible. I mean, he's, he was there at that match, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on, Paul. Okay. Hey, Kay, how you doing, buddy? Under the light. Hey, it's Charlie Daniels. Charlie Daniels <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to come on. But he, um, might, he might do another day. But you got me, though. You got you. You've yeah. got a good left foot occasionally, uh, have you? Right, it's better. Are you right on the right wing? I'm you, okay you were, real, you were a winger, weren't I you? I was a winger, both yeah. footed, I like to think. But uh, that was fun, under the lights, missed them days. Didn't it feel different? That was good. That yeah, was good. what an atmosphere. Yeah, and although, you know, Newcastle fans might say that they're very thin with their squad, we're missing £50 million worth of talent that's meant to be the heart of this vision. And I thought that we got it absolutely right tonight. I if, thought, it, it felt a little bit like an Eddie Howe Cup side. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> Sorry, but it did. I just felt like we approached the game really well. We, yeah, we were on the front foot. I thought we were pressing really well. Even going in at half-time, we probably wanted to be a goal or two up. We didn't take those chances. But we, I felt like we were calm about the situation. We sort of let the foot off the gas at the end of the first half just because we felt like we were going to come out the second half and really give it a go. We did give it a go. Everything that we tried, we had the heart and the running from Christie. We've had Senesi's range of passing was ridiculous. Um, and yeah. that's why he was in the side today. Dom Solanke's got a brace, took advantage of that first goal and brilliant. Managed it really well, Andoni. And in, in the words of Alex Scott, trust the process. Trust the process. A lot of flexibility in that formation today as well, yeah. in that you could play wing backs, you could play a back four. Yeah. You, you, and, and he did that. He did a little bit cheeky, little moving things around. Uh, Tavernier, uh, what did you think of his performance today? Yeah, because I'm a big fan of Tavernier. I think he's yeah. my favourite winger. I don't think everything's coming off for him at the moment. The goals, yeah. the assists, but what he gives you is he off the ball he's very very good he can play inside he can, he can play wing back so like you said he's got that flexibility and versatility so I really like Tavernier the way Justin Clivert played behind Dom yeah. I want him to grow from a strength point of view but once he gets space and, and space to drive into he really does get away and he gets shots away as well so he'll grow as the season goes on I just thought it was really, really good. I thought it was a massive team performance. It's good for Neto to get a clean, clean sheet, so I wouldn't have started him today. No, and that's going to be him. a good builder for him. So lots of positives for Andoni, lots of positives for the team. Second win of the season at home. Now we need to go into the international break, refresh, try and get first away win at Bramall Lane would be nice. That would be really lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Albert Chez. So, for the 2023-24 season, Back of the Net is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Yeah, Green King Sports venues are showing every televised show's fixture over the course of the season. So, instead of turning to the internet for a dodgy stream, get your mates together, get down to your local Green King pub and get closer to the action. That's what you did on Saturday, didn't you? This season, Green King have launched the Green King Sport Instagram page, which will be the home to fan content deals and competitions throughout the season. They've already given away Champions League final tickets and signed shirts, so you don't want to miss out. Yeah, drop them a follow on Instagram as well. You won't just be the first to know about all of this, but you'll also be helping us out back on that, so we really appreciate it. So the first thing we usually do, Tom, is mm. check out the league table, and we're going to do that right now. And if you're listening on the audio pod, don't worry, we will talk you through it. There's a dotted line, three teams are below it, Bournemouth are not one of them. It was a fantastic win 
against Newcastle United and chuffed to bits. Mm. We are in 17th. We're not out of the woods. One swallow does not make a summer. However, we saw glimpses of what we all thought we might get under Iriola. And it happened to be against the manager that also had a similar style of football as well. It was free-flowing. It was beautiful to watch. And really, I want to say that it probably flattered Newcastle, that scoreline. Yeah, I'd say so a little bit in the sense that if you said to Newcastle fans who was your best player, I don't think anyone's not saying Nick Pope. Mm-hmm. So I think that says all it needs to, really. I thought their goalkeeper was their best player. Um, and credit to us. And there's not many games where you're ahead and you're not really bothered about the final whistle going. But I wasn't really. I mean, obviously they had to score two anyway, but I kind of thought it's played a bit longer here because we look like we can get third. Um, yeah, I, I think near the end of the game, we had so many chances. Um, we'll obviously go into it later on but 10 shots on target I'd, I'd love to allow I haven't because I haven't done the um, research but did we ever have 10 shots on target last season in a game I don't think we did so what I looked at is I looked at recently so I looked at Leeds 4-1 because I thought we batted them no we didn't have 10 shots on target in our last four games of the season we got 10 shots on target combined in them all together um, I just can't remember the last time we had 10 shots on target and then I go back to you know, Parker and stuff. Well, I think there probably weren't many women either. So that's quite interesting, actually. Yeah. I mean, it felt like Sinistera alone had, what, three or four. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there, there were probably moments within the game where they're clear chances, but not necessarily registering as a shot on target mm. as well. Um, there were several moments like that. But what a good performance. And firstly, I just want to commend the crowd. Yeah. Wow, that really makes a difference, doesn't it? I mean, I was in the North Stand. I was in the thick of it. And block 15 or whatever it is Mm. and I could barely hear the Geordies now when I watch the whole game back which I have done you can actually hear them quite a bit so if you're in the main stand or Ted Mack you would have heard them singing there Eddie and Jason Tindall and you know what we we were once singing his name and JT's name but now it's all about the Paella the Estrella and and Doni Iriola how pleased are you for him to prove himself in a in a match where we weren't expected to win. Maybe against Burnley we were. Yeah, I agree. But in that performance we were and we yeah. put on a show. Yeah, I know I'd agree with that because I think the games he's he's won as a manager, um, obviously in the cup. So he beat Swansea um, and he beat Stoke and then he beat Burnley. And in them games, you'd say we were favourites in all of them games. I'd say this is the first time that he's won a game where we weren't favourites, albeit we were all a little bit more positive because of you know, obviously the how depleted Newcastle were. But also I think if you kind of forget about City to a degree, like every team will to a degree uh, at uh, stages, then you go, okay, we beat Burnley in the league game. But actually the cup game against Liverpool was positive, I felt. Um, and I was positive all week going to this game thinking, you know, they're doing all right, they've got a few players out. And then it was the Scott injury that made me think, ah, we are not getting the rub of the green here. This is going to be a toughie. But um, yeah, he'll be delighted. I'm delighted for him, mate. I really am because I think that was a performance of uh, a, a new style, a new philosophy. That was he would have been gone. That's what I want to see. We won centre midfield on the pitch. Yeah, you know, it was just it was just proper gun ho. Really exciting rock and roll. And um, and and what was nice about that is you always think, okay, we're gonna leave the door open. I didn't think we did. Thought we defended well as well. So yeah, um, and every single player was was brilliant. I, I didn't think anyone had a bad game. And yeah, that was that was class. And yeah, just everything about it was positive, mate. You know, you back up with a clean sheet along with all them chances as well. We've said it before, though, one swallow doesn't make a summer, and that is one performance out of many performances yeah. that we've had this season, and there have been some abject ones, but it's all about following that up now, and then we, yeah. we certainly need to do it in the games ahead of us. So we're not out of the woods. We are completely aware of that, and it's almost like Andoni's own emotions were a little bit tempered at yeah. full time because you sort of wanted him to give a bit back to us because we were singing his name, but he was... Obviously delighted with the win yeah. and he was hugging his players, but he wasn't maybe, you know, giving it to the fans. But yeah, maybe that's not his style. Anyway. No, I think that's um, probably not his character anyway. But also I quite like that I watched the um, kind of interview after the game. Um, and he, he, the way he's quite, he's not that, but you think he'd be so relieved, so positive and smart. He's kind of like, well, we need to win more games. You know, he doesn't no, get we need, too high, no, too low. We need, we need more points. He's, you know, that's just, and I, I agree with him because really we said about the fiction and stuff, you go, well, we expected to to get something against Everton and probably beat Wolves um, with it being at home, and we didn't get any for that then too. So even though we didn't expect to be Newcastle, Iroda go okay, well that kind of makes up for a little bit. But um, 
Yeah, you say, uh, I agree that was our best performance by a mile, but I think there were positives against uh, Burnley, positives against Liverpool in the Cup. Some positives earlier on in the season weren't there in the first few games of moments at Anfield and Brighton. Um, but it was definitely our best performance. But I don't think we've had... We've only had, a, even though we've had um, only a couple of good bits, I think we've only had a couple of horrific bits. So I'd say the Everton game was obvious, that was awful. Um, and we've had a few bad performances, but I think on the whole, it's just been a little bit, oh, we're not quite there. And it was nice to, for me to watch a game and think, oh, I think they're starting to get it. How much of your own emotions, though, have been reined in by the fact that Newcastle were so depleted? I mean, look, you can only face what's in front of you. Yeah. And like we said, I think 2-0 it should have been four or five really yeah. based on the chances even even watching match of the day sometimes it doesn't quite represent what we saw as fans and mm. to, I mean, to be fair they did still miss out a, a bundle of chances really that we had mm. however do you sort of maybe take a step back and think oh well, actually we only got that result because Newcastle were so depleted um really I, I kind of yeah of course I made out of a difference you know if they Got some that sprinkle a bit more quality in there. It'll be a harder game. That's what it is. I'm sure it's the same for a, um, for a lot of teams. You know, when they get a result against one of the bigger boys, you need a bit of the rub of the green, whether that be through their missing a few, um, kind of with ourselves and and with with Wolves at the weekend against Tottenham as well. It was very, it was similar. One of that was the other game on telly, the early kickoff, very similar. But you have to still take chances as us and Wolves did, um, and you got to get the rub of the green, and we had it with with that. But I was said that I think at the start of the season, if you had said name your best Bournemouth three midfield I reckon a lot would have said Scott Adams and Billing we had none of them we, we, they're key players for us we haven't got as well I know they had a lot more but you know for a team like ourselves who are you know on punching in the same kind of uh, stage in the league table as Newcastle we had some key players out as well um, so yeah I was, but I was just impressed with the, the way we went about it I looked at the, the team and I was like oh god I'm not sure about this we could be too open but um, yeah we, but it wasn't if we had scraped a win um, and it was quite edgy. We got you go, you go. Thank God we got the win, but bloody hell, we only just done it. and They got a lot of players out. Well, I thought we can. We were the better team all game from yeah. from not. You'd always say from minute one, like from less than that, because I think Cristiano shot the target after less than a minute. And I thought as soon as the whistle went, we were on it. Uh, my only my only concern during the whole game was at half time, and I thought we should be ahead. This could buy us, but it didn't. It didn't. Um, so the players that were omitted, of course, we know the players that were injured, uh, but also Philip Billing. Mm. And I think Iriola said something along the lines of he he didn't have some good sensations yesterday. He loves that little phrase, doesn't he? It, maybe it was the Thai sweet chilli ones, mate. <laughs> He's done that before, hasn't he, about sensations? But is it me, or does his omission coincide with some weird social media posts recently? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't think so. We don't know. I don't think so. Um, I certainly don't think that would be Iriola anyway. Uh, no chance because, yes, obviously it worked out, but he's played Billing every game when he's available. So he obviously, as we all do, rates Billing as one of our best players. He's certainly not going to go, oh, I could afford to take a gamble and just leave him out because of an Instagram post when his job's on the line. I don't think so. I think it's a uh, coincidence. But but his posts are weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, there'll be people that are more clued up on it than me and all that kind of stuff that's going on. I don't really understand what he puts half the time, but... Yeah, but yeah, whatever, really. I just don't really take much notice of it as long as he's doing it on the pitch, which he normally does. But yeah, I, I think it's probably coincidence. I think with the having the break as well, I think if he has picked up, had a few bad sensations, yeah. then you know he's not just having a week off, he's having a few off because we've got the break. Yeah. So yeah, um, I didn't really think too much of it, but it was a surprise, wasn't it? Because we never heard anything about him potentially being out. So that was a it was a blow ahead of kickoff. Um Apart from that, it was just the goalkeeper situation. Well, that's right. I was about to say, a few surprises, really. Well, two surprises, I suppose. His omission. And then Neto, we, we heard on the Friday after we had recorded our, our preview, because I think you tipped Mark Travers. To, Which technically... To, yeah. I mean, technically, Travers was out of uh, Rado. Very true. Very true. These are the team lineups for those listening on the audio pod. It is from Neto, then right to left, Aaron's Zabani, Sinesi, Kelly... In the 4-2-3-1, so Christian Cook just in front, Cliver playing in that number 10 role, Tavernier on the left, Semenu on the right, Solanke up top, and then Newcastle United. I mean, they were missing a number of key players, one of which was Callum Wilson. Did he play the last time? He never did. No, no, the fans did, was it? He did. It's almost like Lewis Gravity against Millwall. No, Do you remember? He never, he never played against And uh, Bruno Guimaraes was suspended last yes. time, uh, the first time he played last season as well. So, yeah. But they, that, the only surprise for me was um, 
obviously Livermento was on the bench and they played Lewis Miley, didn't they? I mean, oh, they're experienced players, though. They, you know, that's a side that should be able to get results. Against Man United in the Carabao Cup, they had a they were weaker inside. And then they won 3-0 at Old Trafford. So, really, um, it was always going to be a test regardless. But let's just um, talk about this Neto situation, then, because he was... Uh... I said soon. Pardon? That's what I'd said. We need him back. We need our main man in goal. But did you, though? Nope. No, but for you, then. Uh, you did say on the vlog to sort of caveat your point. You, you said, "Look, I, I'm a bit, I'm a bit sceptical, but all I want to do is for him to have a blinder." And a worry that was my main concern. I don't think he had a blinder, but he did. He really did uh, much wrong. Absolutely fine, though. Yeah, but he didn't need to. But I do think. Um, so, uh, what was? Yeah, Radin come in didn't he against Burnley? Mm. He didn't have a blinder. Mm. He done everything fine, and that's and and to be fair, I think one save from Neto was at Longstar first half. Yeah, he did well. That's a good save. Yeah, like tip it over the bar. That's a good save. I thought all the other ones were kind of like good. He done his job. Like you should be saving them. Well, one of them in the first half that I think he had to adjust because it came. Yeah, off, uh, so I think he was it or something. Yeah, it was a ball on the far stick, and it was flagged for offside. But I think had it gone in, yeah, I think they would have called it back, and VAR would have overturned it because I don't actually think he was. I think he adjusted to that well. In the second half, there was a you know a dodgy moment as well but he, he managed to sort of get himself out yeah. of trouble there but really I think he probably should have done better but Go yeah uh, you know what when you're when you're eating your half price pizzas on Saturday night you know that Neto's had a good game yeah and um, I did, that's all I wanted I was just my, my concern was the season he's having um, I just thought if he makes an error in this game mm. it could get not nasty and type, but it could be his confidence is gone he's our captain paid a fortune week on what is going on here we're stuffed like if he's um so i just felt the only way we're gonna be all right he needs to come in keep a clean sheet and just be fine that's exactly what happened so now you go oh maybe it was just a bit of a blip you know maybe that's hopefully he's gone in the dressing room now and everyone's going yeah see it was only a blip and maybe you know, it's just for argument's sake all in a positive mood i'm i'm gonna leave the fact that i'm not convinced on him yeah. as a goalkeeper just like, nothing else um let's Put that to the side and go, hang on, maybe this injury he's had, he's been carrying it. And maybe that's why yeah. he's not been right. And maybe they've gone, he can't keep playing on this injury. We'll have to bring Radu in for a few games, get Travers back. And now he's recovered and they've gone, right, let's see if that's, yeah. if he is recovered. And he, he looked fine, mate. There was no, it was absolutely fine. So I was, I was delighted for him. And the clean sheet was big as well. He didn't even get booked for time waste or anything. I mean, right, yeah. So yeah, I'm really, really pleased for him. Um, and yeah, I mean, he was never going to be the best goalkeeper on the pitch when Nick Pope was having a game like that. True. I was just pleased what you want from now at the moment with the season he's had so far is us not to have to really talk about him and we don't yeah all we're talking about is his inclusion yeah, exactly. in that side which you know is not a bad thing a couple of people have actually suggested that we mention the fact that obviously it was in May that his, his mum passed away yeah, right. and he's maybe been carrying some emotional stress as well that uh, you know I don't think he was particularly great at the start of the season and there were bloopers mm. as there were um, you know, throughout spells last season, but particularly this season, I've never really seen anything like it as well. Maybe been punished this season as well for him. Yeah, exactly. So you know, combine a number of factors, and that could have resulted in him being dropped. Although it was the ankle, the ankle looked fine actually. So I don't. Yeah, know, like we we don't know the reasons why, but you know what? And listen, if he's if he's if we've decided and it wasn't just Irodos before him, and if we've decided that he's the skipper, we made made him skipper when we had a really bad place last season. Um, um, we've decided on that. He's obviously a, a good bloke around the place. He's obviously got leadership qualities, um, whether that be on the pitch or off it. He's obviously quite liked around the group because you don't just make him captain for no reason. So all of that must be must be part of his character. So we just want him to just cut out the errors and then we'll be absolutely fine. I'm just glad that he come back in with no dramas. Not as much of an Eddie Howe loving this time. I think that's probably expected. Yeah, I think the, didn't, it, the result didn't play a part in that, in my opinion. I remember Eddie saying a lot last time that it was my first time back. Um, I had to thank the supporters and we had to thank him. Um, and that's this, I think from now on, it's just going to be the odd Eddie and Eddie gives away and all that stuff. That's just the way it is, mate. He's cold, hard, and clinical. Yeah, he is indeed. Just like his intercourse. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Not clinical <laughs> enough, mate. Not clinical enough. Tell you what, we started so, so mm. well. On the front foot, and I've said to you before, I've got, I really feel as though the style that Ariel is trying to implement is a confidence-based system that, you know, once once things are, are ticking and it's a well-oiled machine, I think the players will really benefit off that. And obviously your confidence gets knocked when there are individual errors and yes. things going wrong, but from the off, we took the game to them. And 
we were we were mixing it up but one of the things that i really noticed firsthand the high press all the time we were winning the balls back we were winning the first and second balls and we were creating chances when first one was after 37 seconds where christie had a shot on target yeah by the way, Ryan Christie, like, do you like? Does it annoy you that we have to have these conversations? That we're sort of admitting that some weeks we're moaning and some weeks we're we're praising him to the utmost degree. I mean, Ryan Christie in a nutshell, and I think he's sensational. He's if he could finish, we wouldn't have him mm. because he's he's off the ball and his work rate and his pre- it's just ridiculous. I hope he's having a lie down. I hope he had a real chill Sunday, mate. I, I don't know if he's gone missed or whatever, but I just hope she's looking after him. The bloke is, it was stoppage time and he's running around like a lunatic. He's injected the Red Bull, that guy. He is an absolute, he's everywhere. Or other energy drinks are available, maybe Carabelle. But do you um, think that when when he's making a cup of tea for his missus or she asks for a cup of tea, he races to the front? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, I, I'm sure he must do. He yeah. grabs the milk and does everything so intensely. But yeah, I hope, I'll be, but he, he, he was really good. Just, I mean, if he did have that end product, what that value would you put on his head? I mean, blimey, yeah. I, I really don't know. But look, it was um, Ty, uh, Cliver and Tav that were combining really mm. well. And it was a, it was a good cutback where he was sort of on the edge of the box and it was... Um, High and stick to centre. Yeah, Pope sort of palmed it and then mm. caught it. But And then there was another one where Christie was being a total menace and then a little touch set some menu mm. free on the right-hand flank where he cut it on his left foot and... I tell you what, he is menacing, isn't he? Like I said, and he was a on strong, both. a strong run, left footed shot, powerful shot as well. He's got that on both feet, and his it? shots are really yeah. powerful. And you know, Pope spilled that, and Newcastle managed to clear. But good early signs from us. Yeah, definitely. And I, I love you know just happening Semenya there. I like, I like having a wide option as a real goal threat. You always feel I know he didn't score in the game. You always feel like he can bag mm. you a goal because he's played a lot of his career up top as well. Um, I really, really like like Hans Williams. I thought he was, as you say, a menace throughout. And just, yeah, just that pace going forward, I felt really hurt them. And, you know, kind of as you mentioned, mate, we're playing some nice football. But then when we when we go, actually, no, let's, let's, let's turn them. Let's go a bit more direct there. Yeah. Let's turn them because we've got pace. You know, why not? Why not try and turn their fullbacks when you've got Tavernier and Semenyo running at them and, and Kiver as well, who was obviously... Who's playing in the number 10? Which I've never seen him play before. And I thought, he was, I thought he was really good. I thought he was really good. I thought he was on the front foot as he always is. He drives, likes to run at people. We saw that in the cup game against um, Liverpool. Where I thought he, he looked a real menace. So, yeah, so it's another little um, string to our bow, if you like, that I didn't know we had. Mm. Um, if you had said to me, Billings out, by the way, before the game, I'd go, well, it's Rothwell, there's no one else we can play. So, really, really nice. And that is just so irahola that you lose a set of midfielder, so you just go, oh, I'd put a winger in there. Mm. I mean, just front foot. And that's that's what we've been calling for. It was so good to watch. And, um, yeah, it felt like every time we, we turned them and we got forward, that, that we could hurt them. Um, and we haven't seen that a lot of the time. So, that was. That was really impressive, and um, yeah, it was. I, I, do, I do wonder if we looked at the fact that they they were always going to have an inexperienced fullback. They went with Hall with the star, and then they bought Livermento, and there was always a chance that they were going to play Lewis Miley, the young lad, for his Premier League debut. I think starting in defensive midfield. So maybe Irona knew that and thought, you know what, if they've got a youngster playing in that role. Yeah. Let Cliver run at him because you know he's he's going to be a bit. Um, nervy or whatever yeah. so yeah but it, it worked from minute one and as I say the only concern was are we going to finish our bloody dinner here yeah and in the first half we certainly didn't do that one of the things that was notable as well I think we said on the preview that Newcastle's average formation in the last four games has been very narrow so we've been we were using our our width really well I thought throughout the whole game I thought it was absolutely brilliant and the pressure that we were putting on them I think there was a stat that came up on Sky Sports after about 60 minutes or so 65 minutes Saying that we'd won the ball back in their sort of in their defensive third yeah. nine times to their one yeah, in hours. So that that and you could see that like total pressing was yeah. was really working for us. And we were winning the ball back. We were calm on the ball. Like everything was combining really well. The crowd were up for it as well. Yeah. And that's what uh, I said. It was working. Yeah, hundred percent. So I was about to say that the because obviously we talk about that press and you mentioned that stat there. I also think it's only only right to say on the opposite side. Eddie plays high press, but the re- the other reason why he was so much in our favour was because of the fact that we were press-proof. Kelly was brilliant when he got the ball. Zabardi died for right. Sanessi was superb. Lewis Cook dropping in, and none of them looked like they were going to get caught out. We've seen this season, I think, probably more so Sanessi and Zabardi in particular, 
they can occasionally get caught. Yeah. We, we've seen that. And it goes back to that confidence and they look like they feel a bit more confident. Um, I like Lewis dropping in there, being happy to receive the ball. Aaron's at right fullback as well. Um, so, yeah, as much as we were pressing them really well, we were also making sure we weren't getting pressed at the other end. We looked um, we looked quite calm. So that was that was great to see, mate. And Kenny playing kind of left back means you can tuck him in. Errors can go in. You could be a bit more fluid. There, and there was a lot, there was loads of fluidity. By the way, after 12 minutes, this was another stat that popped up. AFC Bournemouth had six touches in the opposition box. Newcastle had zero. So we were all over them. And like you say, defensively, I thought a shape was really good. Sometimes Tav was coming back, filling in. Yeah. I know it's Lewis Cook, sometimes yeah, uh, dropping deep. Sinesi sometimes going forward and just getting those little nicks on the ball and challenging, winning it back, uh, setting the wheels in motion. Yeah. Sinesi was also mixing up a lot. Sinesi more than most, more than Zabani, with the long balls of yeah. just finding the channels, just stretching them out. I think that, that was that was a quality quality thing to do I, I honestly think that was the because I couldn't understand why you brought him in I thought well Mepham haven't really done anything wrong so if you're going to play Kelly as more of a left back and not play Kirkes I, I think everyone would have said well it'll be Mepham and Zamani then and he went with Celestia and, and didn't, didn't really know why and then you look at it now obviously in hindsight and you go well, with the pace we had because Cliver was added to it and obviously you've already got Tav you've already got Semenya you know that Solanke's going to roll a day for you he, I think he's bought Senesi in because he thinks if we have to go direct, he's got that range of passing. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of times we're knocking about, knocking about, and Senesi will just see Tav or Semenya go and just spray it. And his, even Silas Dara would come on as well. And his passing range is brilliant. And I think... We were holding the ball up well this time. Yes, well. we were. But I think, you know, we'll, everyone will talk about the, you know, how good we were offensively and, and the goals and stuff. But... If you go back on both the goals, Sinesi's got a big part to play. Mm. Even that second, you think, well, that was a set piece. A set piece from a Tavernier shot that the ball to Tavernier was Sinesi. Sinesi was brilliant, I thought. And he, he probably hadn't had the greatest start to the season. Um, but I thought he was really, really good coming into midfield, as you say, as well. Really aggressive. And yeah, but his range of passing was was really, really good. Um, yeah, it was really impressive. With him. I thought, and the fullbacks as well. I mean, Lloyd Kelly was a Rolls Royce. I thought Max Arrows was was so good, so energetic. You know, getting up the pitch. We'll just mm. actually take a look at the average positions at this point in time. And I, I mean, that is superb, really, from Bournemouth. I mean, that's probably what you'd expect. You have got the high pressing fullbacks there. Yeah, maybe a little bit more defensive. Maybe no, actually, the eye test proved completely different. But um, you can see when Adam Smith came on, he he was a lot deeper there yeah. because I think they, they I think Anthony Gordon went on a few runs down that left flank and him and Lewis cooked him but look look at this they're very narrow they are incredibly narrow but also there's only they're, they're, they're deep as well that, this is yeah. a, um, we are penning them back we are mate yeah we really did I don't, they just never got scripts with it I mean Eddie said after the game we just weren't our usual selves um, you know and that's credit to us I think yeah they just they couldn't get their flow going at all and yeah, we stifled everything they did, and I think it, it yeah, really surprised them probably. But yeah, we we did pin them back, mate, from from minute one really. And um, yeah, credit to ourselves for that. And that that high press, I think they they didn't expect it. But do you think that weakness in their middle it benefited Cliver? Because I remember that chance he had. It was really good. I think Lewis Cook won the ball back very deep into his own half, and he bombed forward, drove forward, and then threaded the eye of the needle to find Cliver, who turned on the ball, then ran ahead. He did have options left and right, and actually the shot was better than I thought. He was he was, he was good coming. Like, it wasn't yeah. sort of top left hand corner, but ugh, it was yeah, it was yeah, a savable high. Yeah. But you know, Pope had to work to save it. But yeah, yeah, nice to see him getting on the ball and actually, you know, having the uh, having the confidence to yeah. you know to drive at goal. And it, yeah, it was a good shot really, and more more of an uh, more of a weapon than I thought we had in in Clover in the sense I thought he's probably an impact sub off the wing. And you're going, yeah, he could well be that and he would be able to do that. But he can also, we've seen that he's probably got enough quality to start games as he has done. Either side, I think he's been good on the left, been good on the right. He's now shown he can play in the 10. And I, you look at the way he played in the 10, you go, he could probably play up alongside Don even more if we needed him to. So, yeah, probably he's got a, um, a lot more than I expected him to have. And yeah, he really, he was a player that kind of went, I want to try and take my chance here, really help us. And, and, and that was great. And he was good off the ball as well with his, his press and stuff. So, yeah, really pleased for for Clive. That really, really pleased. I think that goal against Liverpool in the cup, yeah. the performance there, I think has has really done him the world of good. He's got that off his off his back now. We'll talk about Sinistera later, and it's another um, kind of um, argument for once again that goal, yeah. which obviously Sinistera's just done at City. Semenyo did it earlier in the season. Um, Clive has done it. He feels like a lot of them attacking players. It's like Oof. it helps massively. 
and helps massively. And um, yeah, and you see that with yeah, Don get the goal and then he gets another one straight away. If you're a Newcastle fan, your your chances are few and far between. We've talked about that Neto save. I think that's from Longstaff, and also the the sort of save that he made that was actually offside, but was it? We don't know, but rarely tested. So. As a Newcastle fan, your enthusiasm levels and your optimism levels may be about getting something out of this. Maybe maybe you've got faith because it's Eddie and you know what he can do, you know what he did against Manchester United. But then you see Almiron. Oh, God, yeah. And you, you must be thinking, bloody hell. And many times during the game, it, the camera panned over to Eddie and he, he was mouthing the word, this is unbelievable. Right. And obviously he's getting so frustrated with how things are. I mean, you certainly would be, but when he comes off and then Matt Ritchie comes on to fill. Yeah, mad. And obviously, all that, obviously come off around on that right wing, which he hadn't done since he played for us, I don't think. Obviously, he's had a few there for, for Newcastle, but not for a long time. Um, so if we can't smell blood at that point, well, exactly. when can we? I think I said at half time, like this, we're not going to get a better opportunity to, to be Newcastle, I don't think ever, honestly, because of the way they, obviously the trajectory that Newcastle were going in. So, yeah, that was a, a real blow for them. Um, and they were, Almond was causing a few little problems just because he's a clever player. I don't think he was really getting much out of Lloyd Kelly anyway, to be honest. But obviously, yeah, that was a, another plus for us. But they could, I mean, I'm not going to go for it now, but they could definitely have a strong 11 of injured players. So, you know, I, I do feel from in that sense. And, you know, they've, they've still got a group there that work their nuts off. But you, you feel like it done rain at pause, do you know what I mean? And Eddie was really getting there and... Yeah, nice for us to see Matty come on, but I did then straight away go, he come on against us before and scored. That's that was, yeah, he scored low. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that would have been a huge blow for him. And then you know, as a baller fan, you go, their whole subs bench, apart from goalkeepers and Paul Dunno, who's a defender, a youth team. So they have not got a lot a lot of armour on that bench now. Let's go and take it to them. And we carried on doing so. We did. There was a great chance for Semenyo when the ball was... Uh, it was a long ball again that found Solanke and he did this cheeky little back heel. I think the way that Semenyo's body was positioned, I think uh, ideally he'd have hit it with the outside of his right foot or maybe with his left, but he side-footed it with his right, so it was always going to be curling wide, but good chance. And then there was another chance that was really good where Christie like, looped a ball over and Semenyo just failed to control. Had he hit it first time... I think he'd have scored from there, but that was towards mm. the end of the first half. But signs were positive. But as positive as we were about the performance, there's always that element of doubt. Like, we've had so many chances here. We haven't taken any of these. Let's just hope this doesn't come back to bite us, as previous performances have suggested. But you know what? The second half, we started as we meant to go on. And it was just a... I felt we controlled the whole game. Oh, I agree. And uh, there's not once where we've ever said that this season. We've there's been 45 minutes, so like Brighton or whatever, albeit we conceded at the end of that first half. But there have been extended periods of time where we've dominated and we thought, yeah, this is, this is what we want to see. But never in 90 minutes. This was a 90 minute performance. Yeah. And then people could say about kind of the injuries that they've got. We didn't, we hadn't even done that against Swansea or Stoke in the cup. True, we didn't control. We didn't control that for nine. We were awful in the first half against Stoke and the Swansea game. We were awful at the start as well. So you know, this was the first time. I agree, mate. And and I was concerned at half time because, as we said, we didn't get that goal. And there was a lot of people, you know, tongue in cheek, obviously, the game. God, this is pretty good, isn't it? Lose one 0 Like that's how it felt because that's how it feels. It's going for us at the moment. Um, and you just felt like, oh, they'll get a chance and put it away. But you know, credit to the players and and you know they really believed in what they're doing. I think they could see in that first half that playing this way, we're getting opportunities. Um, as, as you kind of mentioned earlier on, when we try to play that way, we get caught on the break and they score. And that's going to kill your confidence because you're going to go, we can't keep playing this because we get caught, don't you? Yeah. But suddenly you're going, actually, I trust, the, trust what's behind me at the moment. We're doing all right. So, yeah, really pleased that we start the second half off in the on the same vein, mate. And, yeah, I suppose it didn't take too long, did it? Till we when, when was the goal? Was it about the hour? 60 minutes. 60 minutes. The match timeline is there on the screen for you to see. What I didn't realise and what we didn't realise, I posted you a clip earlier on on our WhatsApp group I didn't see the chance that Dom Solanke had where he sort of rounded Nick Poe but just I don't know he, sh he shinned it out of play but that that has sort of set the wheels in motion for this like positive style of football continuing they had an isolated chance we've, we've talked about it already where sort of Trippier but I think Lewis Cook gave away a free kick yeah it was Anthony Gordon they saw it. He, he was saying he slipped but I don't know he, he did look like he kind of stepped and Neddy fouls him. Yeah, I think it was hard to give him the yellow, actually, because I think it was like one of his first yeah. fouls. But um, Trippier's got that delivery on him. It's always a wire. Just hell of a delivery. He just whips it into the danger zone and Neto sort of 
isn't sure whether I think he's he got a bit of criticism from fans and he's just not sure whether Andrews are going to touch it or not. So he kind of looks very unsure. But in the end, he sort of manages to clear it just about. Yeah. I mean, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, right? We definitely are on this show, mate, because yeah. we've got to be positive about it after that. So, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, he's done the job. The ball didn't go in the net. The ball didn't go what he's there for. Um, but, yeah, you know, that was the um, the bad side of Lewis Cook giving away our free kick. I mean, that was, uh, yeah, Lewis Cook was just unbelievable. And there was just three minutes later. He was all over the pitch, by the way, Lewis Cook, all over the pitch. That point in time, he was in the right-back position. Later on, he's on the left wing or left-back position, left-wing-back position, winning the ball back, plays it into Senesi, who does that lovely turn to then feed Semenyo. And look, the way the ball falls to Solanke is maybe a little bit fortuitous, but he was the one that was active mentally to actually then get on it. The Newcastle players were flat-footed Takes it onto his right foot. And I wasn't sure from my angle, like, has he gone across the keeper? But near post? Yeah. Ball goes into the back of the net. No, like, no archer celebration. He just, he just wha- wham, bams the corner flag. And that's because CBS was doing the, uh, yeah. makes some noise for the boys, right? Well, I hope he's all right because I think he was ill. But Botto, do we need by? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, CBS comes in through now. Obviously, we need by. I miss by. It was, it's always weird, but there's no by. We've had it yeah. before, haven't we? But, no, yeah, nice little touch there with the uh, boxing celebration. But oh, hey, by the way, can I just give Zoe Randall a shout? I think she did really well. Oh, yeah, Zoe's did. Yeah, Zoe. Was I think she did really well. And um, it was CBS that did the make some noise for the boys. Yeah. But I think everything else went really smoothly. So yeah, and you know what? What a winning record. She hang on. So she was on the PA uh, last week as well, where the women's team won four 0 And we going big. So basically, we haven't conceded any goals. And oh, yeah. so we. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, if, if Mike's watches, I'm sorry. But um, it's, we're just talking facts. We're just all the facts. <laughs> spitting facts. Yeah, just spitting facts. But no, yeah, it was, it, was like, it was just that that relief in the stadium, I felt, when that goal went in. Because, like I say, it's on the hour mark. If it gets any later, you start thinking it's, it's not going to come, is it? And then you start panicking, and then you think, we're going to get caught. And that tension probably uh, reverberates around the players as well at that point, thinking, hang on, we're, we are dominating this game, but it's just not quite happening in... That would make you clam up, but yeah. it was yeah, it was that uncorked sort of tension in amongst the stadium, and um, yeah, scenes in the in the North Stand. It was it was brilliant to be in amongst it, like yeah. I was, and uh, you know, capturing all the excitement on the vlog. Brilliant, wow. brilliant, and so after that, you're just wanting us to, you know, to push on and yeah. push on. Yeah, I think you're that you 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 caught in the moment, so you were. But I think if you actually sat down for that half that goal. You're, you, you'd be thinking, I oh, just, just don't go deep because how many teams we done it a lot last season, and you think you go one the lot, but don't change. That's when you're desperate for. Yeah, it. You, you do worry that even if it's not tactically from the from the people in the dugout, mentally as as players on the pitch, you finally got that goal. Psychologically, you could just go, just drop a little bit, yeah. just drop a little, let's hang on, let's hang on, let's hang. Because I felt we did that against City, where we got a half an hour doing all right, and then we went, oh, we're nearly at half time, just sit out, and then we can see three goals. So. That was my concern, but if you ever want a gaffer to show the players we are not sitting on this, it's you've just gone one nil up against a team in the Champions League. You're desperate for a win, and you bring on Sinistera. Yeah, that is a manager that's saying we're doing fine here. Mm. How many managers, won't name any names, would would go bring on a defensive midfield player, bring on a centre half, and go hang on to it? Yeah. That that changed me. Aaron's had to come off. Obviously, he got knocked, so you just go right for like right back for right back. But Cliver's ran his race. Okay, how many would forget Joe Rothwell, which would have been defensive, would have bought on a Mepham. Or even a Kirkes and move Kelly inside. That's what I thought he was going to do. He brings on Sinistera, who's so attacking. Yeah, there are times where that can backfire, of course. Of and course. then if we can see people saying, well, why didn't you bring it? But you know what? We were we were doing so well playing offensively. So why not carry it on? And we, we took the game to him. And it wasn't long after that substitution. I think, what was it? Four minutes or so. Hooding up, mate. Dom Solanke there again. You know what? That goal reminded me of um, another goal. Oh, does it? That yeah. goal reminded you of a goal, did it? What goal? No, it reminded me of uh, the finish. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just talk me through how the goal came about because uh, we earned a corner, but that corner came about. Yes, Senesi again. Senesi gets the ball back. He sees, sees Tav as Tav doing all game run, running hard and those Sinister one on the left hand side. Yeah. Sees them two both going, so he sends that ball. I think, I think Sinister makes a good first touch study and plays at the Tav um, but yeah either way Tav hits a 
the shot that actually is bending in, I think. Pope does well. Pope was going in, yeah. Uh, Pope does well to save it. And then obviously, as, as always, amazing set pieces as we are. And a Sinistera. The ball got, I didn't realise till after. The Sinistera leaps and heads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bloody hell. I thought he just like poked it. Some people thought that it was cleared, but it actually did hit the post. And yeah. Lewis Cook's uh, yeah. caller delivery, by the way, I thought was better. Yeah, he's good. learning off Alex Scott. Yeah, well, the other way around. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, really good delivery. And uh, Sinister had just got in front of his marker, and then it fell to Domsat at awkward high, like hip high. Yeah, horrible. But do you remember? Do you remember when we played Birmingham at home, Championship winning season, two 0 down? Yeah. Steve Cook pops up. Yeah, I think there's a reverse angle on YouTube. One, yes. uh, I'm pretty sure there is, and he does exactly the same thing. He's like, almost like a rainbow flick. Yeah, and puts it into the net. Um, and rapturous celebrations around Dean Court. Um, VAR stepped in. For a potential have no new casting <laughs> players claimed. There was no because no claims. You know the you know when they look for our ball. There wasn't one, so that's why the ref didn't give it. And that's why no one complained about. Why oh, doesn't matter? I know nothing happens. I didn't mind. It won't run a really long time. But it's like going, no one claimed for it. It's like going, hang on, let's check to see if there's, just because it was a little bit of a scramble, there must have been some sort, just leave it. Not even close, was it? No, it wasn't. But then you start in the stadium, you're going, oh, okay, what happened? Um, oh, it does my head Absolutely fine. Um, and it was actually Solanke they were checking. Um, yeah. Who just kicked in. But anyway, yeah, that is what you want from a centre forward. You want a goal. Yes, it's nice to score really good goals and that what he does with a run, the first goal. But sometimes you think you want your centre forward to just be there. Because that is a centre forward's job. Just be there. And sometimes talk about it with my dad actually. Solanke, he works too hard. And that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes he drifts out and because he's doing his stuff where it's just unbelievable the work rate, he's on the ball. And you feel like he's as soon as he gets it, he's looking for someone. Mm. Whereas go, no, you're st- look for the goal. Mm. And so to for him to get two goals, I know you like to share it around, but that's what I want at the moment. He's already equalled his tally of last season. Who could have imagined? The playing offensive football would be a benefit to our front man, eh? He got six the whole... Was it six last season? Yeah, well, yeah. He's got that already. Yeah. We're in November. I'm telling you now, just everyone give it time. We're playing attacking football and our strikers in November already equaled last season. I'm sure that on one of James Alcott's narratives, you said about Dom Solanke, didn't you? Maybe. Dom Solanke isn't a prolific enough goal scorer for the Premier League. That is what many fans of other clubs say about our front man. But listen, Bournemouth fans will tell you, we may well be in the Championship right now if it wasn't for Dom. He gives us so much more than goals. And with our previous managers playing a pragmatic approach, Dom was often isolated up top on his own. This season, with the new gaffer, the new style, I think he'll flourish. He'll hit double figures. Don't worry about that. Come on, Tommy Jordan. Don't stop that man when he's in his flow. You do not stop him. We do not pause that. Tom, me and you, you look, we know. We go way back, me and Tom. I think you did. Um, and by the way, sorry to go all Alan Partridge, but can I shock you for a minute? Please do. I like mine. <laughs> no, we're going to go that Partridge. That was, and I know we beat Leeds 4-1. Yep. I know we beat Spurs at their place. Mm. That was the, that was the best I've felt in terms of our style of football since Eddie Howard. Yeah, performance. And I, and I know that sounds a ridiculous thing to say because we've had some incredible moments, individual moments, but in games where there's been some ebb and flow. But with that, I just... And especially the last 15 minutes. Yeah, I would say... So like the old days. Yeah, I'd say the only times where it felt like that, well, it, since Eddie, was championship. That's what I, I feel like that's... I'd say... It, yeah. I'd say I'll okay. caveat with you saying that in under, the Premier League. Under Scott Parker... There were games, mate. Do you remember Bristol City away, by the way? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I agree in the Premier League in terms of just thinking, this is great or what. I just sit back and enjoy I never felt they're going to come into the game. And we we mentioned at the start of the show about this style of football and how key confidence will be. Yeah. All you need to... The way it's proven is the fact that we have so many chances after that second goal. Mm-hmm. Because that proves the second goal's got in. They go, we've won the game. Not being funny, it's a disaster now. We're two new up. Let's relax and play. And suddenly, even though we were playing well towards uh, before that, because we've got the 2-0 lead, the confidence is there because they're going, we can just play football now. We, at one point, we were going, hey, hey. Like, what is going on? But S- Sinny, by the way, when he come so, on. You know, he had four, needs. He had four clear... Ch- Would you be able to talk me through them or can you remember the finishes of the... 
four right. chances that he had. So I don't know if i get him in the They're all shots, yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. He had one where could have laid it off maybe and he had it kind of um not straight at the keeper, but he kind of parried in. Slanky tried to get the rebound, but Pope just grabbed it. Yeah. There was one that he hit just wide that kind of hit the side net. Yep. Um there was one where he swiveled like, and he got blocked. Like Callum Wilson against Bowen. Bowen yeah. Like that, but from the opposite side. But he was blocked by the defender. Then then it was the one where it was deflected and Nick Pope makes an incredible save. Is he involved in the England setup, by the way? No. How? He's not in the top three English goalkeepers. He's unreal. I mean, uh, that they have him to thank because I'm not being funny. He was not if it wasn't for him, it would have been about four or five years. He, he was absolutely brilliant. I was shouting England's done before to him. Um, but yeah, the the save, um, the save for the um, deflected shot from from Sinister, I can't remember exactly who got the block in, but that just looks like it's going to how he gets a big strike. Because even if he gets hands or anything, when he'll go into the net, he unbelievable but, shot. But like you say, Sinny, I mean, his chances per minute ratio in that game must have been very... There were chances, there were times where he maybe could have laid it off. But you know what? He scored in the last game. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? We were comfortable. Yeah. And he needs the confidence. Why not have a go? And look, whilst he didn't score, I think that kind of performance will do wonders for his confidence. And he was just great on the ball, wasn't he? His link-up play was good. Yeah, even when he, he used it well. Yeah, even, there was a few times where he got it a little bit deeper and he was just letting it back and going again. There was one where I think he won the ball back quite yeah. deep and just laid it off and went. And I thought, and Donny's kind of alluded to it. Um, and I think some of the uh, reporters and, and people in the Echoes have kind of alluded to the fact that Sinistera, people forget, he come in, he had a bit of an injury and then he had international duty. And yeah. it was more the fitness and physically was he ready yet and that's why he hasn't played many because we've all been going well you can see a bit more of him yeah. and then now it looks like he's finally ready so he chucks him on against City and he scores um, and then he's gone in a game where we're tuning up but you've got a lot of subs there that you could bring on you know people like your Brooks season that you don't get on and it's almost like he's gone no you're ready now and you can see it so maybe it's been more of a, a fitness thing and that because I think he's a, he's a player isn't he? he's a player you can see that technically and now it looks like he's physically up to the level as well. So really pleased with him because it almost feels like a new signing. Yeah. Um, so so really nice. And as you say, he could have got four himself. Solanke's already got a couple and could have had another. We've already talked about all them chances in the first half. Even Christian more than one shot on target. Yeah. Tavernier scuffed one wide. Oh, right. That was a, that was a great, great chance. Great chance. They don't even make the highlights because yeah. that's how many chances we had. I forgot about that. Um, he, uh, just, he just gets it all wrong, doesn't he? And also Semenyo's taken off. Watara comes on. He has a shot that goes down the throat of Nick Pope, and really, that was another one he could have laid off. Brought, really. But I, I thought he did all right. His yeah, pace his was, pace was 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 all that was there to be seen. That's why he's ahead of Brooks in the packing order yeah. because David Brooks. And this is no slant to anyone, but David Brooks is technically a, a miles better footballer than Dango Watara. Mm. But Watara gives you more what Andoni wants at the yeah. moment, I think. Um, so it is what it is. But yeah, he, again, Dango come on and just was lively. Won a really good um, free kick for us as well. Um, and obviously, Roth will come on right at the end. But um, yeah, we virtually everyone had chances. That's that's what's nice. Um, Cl- we talked about Clive having a shot. Chrissy's had a chance. Tamanier's had chances. Semenya's had chances. Tillister's had chances. Dangler's had chances. Solanke's. They've all had chances in the game, which is um, yeah, which is which is which is great to see because that that means you know everyone's popping up and yeah, really nice, mate. Really, really nice. You know what's really frustrating though is that the fact it's international break and mm. and in a way. We could have done without that. And also for another reason, like Andoni Ariela won't be on Monday Night Football. Yeah, it's true. I felt, well, I've heard they've cancelled Monday Night Football because they thought I'd born with one. Yeah. Um, no, it was, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. But anyway, um, yeah, absolutely buzzing for him. It's, it's, I know what you mean because I always feel like that. Once you've won, you go, oh, I just want another game. Yeah. But equally, last time in international break, we just lost to Everton. Worst performance of the season, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. And we thought it's good that we've got a break now and then we come back and lost anyway. Yeah, to um, balls. Even that was a one engage. We went a ten man. Um, so yeah, let's get some get some more stuff done on the training ground. If Aaron's Aaron's has picked up a bit of a knock, probably better that we've got an extra week. If Billin picked up a bit of a knock, probably better he's got an extra week. So yeah, let's look at it like that, I guess. And um, yeah, let's 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 kick on and just just nice to enjoy. And uh, don't get me wrong, this is not me trying to say that I didn't enjoy any football last season. There was some. I mean, you mentioned the Tottenham away game where we scored last minute and Leeds. Uh, some great moments, but I just... Just a complete performance. It was more that... It's just a style I like. Like I, you know, Sometimes there's, there's something really about kind of backs to the wall, one nil wins and stuff, which is great. But, you know, we done it at St Mary's last season. Like, what a feeling that was. I'm not going to pretend I didn't enjoy that. No. But it feels like it's been... Because Parker was always a quite pragmatic manager and then 
and Woodgate for a short spell, and obviously it was COVID and stuff, was quite a pragmatic manager. Um, Jason wasn't a manager, and Gary Neal was a little bit more pragmatic. It feels like it's just been so long since I've seen a team just going, just, and I just, I, that, me personally, it's a personal preference. I just love watching it. Uh, and we're not it's saying that everything is immediately okay again, because we, we just need to be doing that. I'll take eight. Consistently. You take eight. I'll take eight for an FA Cup. Sheffield United up next. You've got a, a, a decent point against Brighton. Well, I mean, they right. were down to 10 men. Context, but... but they still have to get the job done. And, yeah. you know, listen, we... We've played against 10 men at Anfield. It's, it's difficult still. Um, Brighton were in the lead um, and then they went down to 10 men. And Sheffield still had to go and get that goal, which they did. I was there and then by the end, I'm thinking, just don't go and win it. Um, but apart from that, I know, obviously, you can say Wolves and Everton on the Saturday. Apart from that, the weekend went pretty well for us. But I, I just think at the moment, I'm not... Yes, you obviously always want results. Everyone wants results to go their way. But really, at the moment, I'm going, if we could play like that and we keep doing that and we start seeing the signs because it's a long-term project... If we start seeing it slowly, slowly get better, small steps, get out of your blips along the way, but we'll be absolutely fine. If we play like that, there is no way we're going down. It's just we've got to try and get that a bit more consistently because we own, as you said, mate, we've only seen sprinklings of it. I think I think Newcastle's style did play into our hands a little bit. And I think, you know, ironically, we will have a lot more difficult matches against teams that might want to deploy a low block or be more physical even. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I don't know, but... That's Newcastle's first defeat to a team starting in the bottom eight for a year and a half since March 2022. And a brief word on Newcastle. Mm. I mean, I, I feel for Eddie. I mean, uh, you know, in the game, I, I think their distribution was was poor at times. They looked tired. And I think they did it. Like, individually, I think the players weren't up to it. But even as a collective, they, mm. they just looked a bit knackered. And I mean, they do need this break. And I, for, you know, for them, I certainly hope that they can get maybe even a couple players but yeah. I don't know how many they will get back but obviously we know Bruno he'll be back yeah, he'll be back then. but um, yeah. yeah tough times and we we always wondered like how much this intense fixture schedule would take its toll on Eddie Howe's boys and yeah. it's it's like he's been thrown into the deep end yeah no no I know what you mean and it's it's been there before though right oh, god yeah he's used to it Um, but this this what happens if you're not Man City this can happen because we've only seen it. We 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 uh, briefly mentioned it. You know, Tottenham get Tottenham, and then suddenly they lose the Wolves. You know it, it because the squad is like you saw it last season with Arsenal. Look, oh they could win the league. They look really look, oh they could win the league, and then suddenly out of nowhere, Saliba gets injured. Yeah, you know it, that's all it takes. Even City had a dodgy little spell this season because Rodri was out. Yeah, yeah, like. It, you need to keep your players fit and that's what and I think what's difficult at the moment because they've got so many out even the players play. you know sometimes when you get a few out and a player goes oh this is my chance yeah. like we said about Clive let's say they've got so many out that the players that are coming in like Richie's going well I'm not playing for my pace am I I'm helping out because we're that you know Richie don't think now I'm, I'm going to be in the team now but you know they know that they're not and I just want to briefly mention because as usual the media I've made it a massive thing about Kieran Trippier at the end yeah. of the game. Yeah, we've all seen it. You don't need me to go on about it. And that is a load of rubbish, by the way, because I've seen loads of different ones. I think Adam Pearson, who, who we had on in the week, put a good video up. That This is the proper reflection of their stadium. For, because all game, as much as we were buoyant and we were the Lara team because we had a good game, blah, blah, blah. They were all game when I can hear him singing Eddie's name. Mm. When he walks over, there's a great video, as I say, I think it's Adam Pearson's. Eddie goes over and they're all singing Eddie. Oh, geez. They just lost two in the Bournemouth. They're all chanting his name. And all the media have looked at is one little thing with Kieran Trippier down. We've got a lot of injuries. Highlighted by Gary Lineker and co. Of course. When when actually 99.9% was just Newcastle fans cheering for that team all game. And I think Newcastle fans, by the way, they ooze class. The comments on our vlog. I mean, look, I, I put a tweet out earlier saying, I mean, winning's not a feeling that we've experienced much this season. But it happened last season. We... We always had very salty comments from yeah. the opposition fans when we got the result. Yeah. But Newcastle fans were just full of praise and congratulation for yeah. for our style of play. They're you know, kind of saying, you'll be all right. So thank you so much. If you've subscribed as a result of that, we also want to say thank you as well. Um, Tom, we can't let you go no. before talking about man of the matches and stuff because there's always different ones on Twitter. There's ones in the stadium. Yes. There's, there's your one on Telegram. There's the who scored one as well. So tell me about 
The man of the match that was announced in the grounds. In the ground was obviously Dominic Solanke. Yeah. Okay. On social media, did you see? Um, I'm going to have a quick little yeah. just reminder. But yeah, what I will say is with um, just while I'm looking for it, is Bournemouth, bless them, they do get it wrong sometimes. Was Steven in the boat? He wasn't in the... And I know, don't get me wrong, there's only four options, I think, on Twitter. Yeah, you only have four options. And don't get me wrong, you could make a case for any four. Yeah, you could. Because even if you went for someone that, say, wouldn't stand... So say he goes, oh, Zabani didn't stand out, mm. but he was part of a clean sheet. That's it, was part of, So you could make a case for any... But you've got to have Chrissy in that four. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't, and a lot of people were saying that. Um, but they did tweet after, saying that's why we're keeping him until 2027 and put all his stats yeah, up and okay. stuff. It was close to the thought on um, the pod. I'm just going to see. It was close between Lewis Cook and Dominic Solanke, but they actually also put Lloyd Kelly and Semenya. But I think Lewis Cook might have got it online, mate. Yes, yeah. interesting. And what about yours on... Te- oh, have you had a telegram? Have you? Have you? Have you? Well, look, um, if you are a supporter of Back of the Net via a monthly donation, and, and by golly, we, we need them with the equipment that keeps to be... Getting rain right. damaged. Caught. There was no rain there, was there? There was no rain, mate. We were absolutely fine. Lovely. Using the spare camera. Yeah. We were all right. But if you are one of them, truly, thank you so much. Uh, we have a Telegram group, a WhatsApp group, basically, where people can chat. And it's a really lovely, safe community. Mm. And in it, you post your player rating show. A 13-minute special this week, mate. Yeah, and I was giving around 10, that I? And I just... I think I was just, you know, when you just like chat away when it's always positive and then you go, and then I looked and went, oh, bloody hell, I'm well over Yeah. Because you just want to talk about it. Um, who, did you, who did you give your man of the match to? Um, did I go? Oh, yeah, I did go. So I think what I did is I went, I can't not. He scored two goals. But, but if it wasn't for that, uh, Ryan Christie was an absolute mm-hmm. joke. I can make the case for, and I, I think I said to you, mate, I, I was saying to a um, few people, because obviously he was on telly as well, like like my dad and brother and stuff like that. I was going to, what was it like on telly? We all know Dom's like, we all say it about Christie, and they went, Lewis Cook was sensational around the game, and it allowed you to do what you did going forward. But yeah, good point. A lot of people were going, well, my dad actually said to me, oh, I get why everyone wants Lloyd Kelly now. Yeah. So, and that's something that, you know, you see on telly, few people were going, I'll tell you what, Aaron's done get the credit he deserves. Then there's a few people, few people saying, oh, Clive, of course. But yeah, there was so many good performances, which is what you want, and you want those different amount of matches, different people, but... At the end of the day, if your centre forward works his socks off like he did, you win 2 0 when he gets both goals. Mm. He's got to get it for me, mate. Stats wise, who's the. Oh, yeah, I mean, look. Uh, the one, the old sofa thingy. Uh, on the uh, who scored, man of the man who scored. Uh, who are you going for? Well, who I think it'll be. Yeah. Dom. Let's see whether he's right. It is Dom Sawanki. Yeah, 9.2. A really great from him. All very good ratings as a collective 7.14 mm. as well. Sinistera's up there. Look, 7. YC. Yeah, and you have more Max Aarons and stuff. Neto, 7.7. So, yeah. Marichi, 6.1. Nick Pope did well. 8.1. 8.1. Yeah. Kieran Trippier. Kieran Trippier. Oh, and plus, I, I don't think they take into account the fact that he had arguments with Derek <laughs> Forever. Probably not, I'm sure. Um, Tom. Yes, Sam. There we go. Oh, yes! Oh, we want one. It changes you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's the optimism. It, it, it does. It's everything. But we need to follow it up. And it's Sheffield United next. And that would be depressing if we then go and lose one. Because uh, they're going to be up for it. I was going to say, cool. I remember giving you loads of stick about the fact that you went, oh, we're going to beat Man City. I mean, you would grow up. We just lost 6-1. And I saved on my phone that at, I think it was... I want to say six six twenty something p.m. after Man City. So we just lost six one to Man City. I'm there going, Sam, drop me off. I walk home. I hate everything. And you said to me at oh six twenty p.m. after we lost six one, we'll beat Newcastle next week. And then I thought, okay, just saying that tongue in cheek. Then we went into the preview. Yeah. What did you do on the preview? Said uh, Bournemouth two Newcastle nil. nil. That's exactly what you said, mate. So. Props to you, but also props to me for my reverse psychology. I said to you that I always say we're not going to win against Newcastle and then we never lose. Done it again. You're welcome. But um, props to the fans. Like we said at the start of the show, it was brilliant. And that just shows how much we can make a difference. I made a comment that I felt a little bit bad about on the vlog. Where um, I sort of, I didn't criticise, but I think people were just seeing Red Army, Red Army, everything. And then I panned to the right, and there was people just sat on yeah. their hands. It's like you're sat in the north stand to surely 
be part of creating atmosphere, surely. Yeah, it's just frustrating when they don't. No, no. If we all get behind them, good things can happen. Can indeed, mate. And, oh, uh, and by the way, there was a start of a St. Mary's has fallen down. Yeah, no, I did think they were saying that. We started getting there. That, I'm sure, oh. was starting at Sheffield United away. Can't wait. A great way to end it, mate. It's a cheeky one. Square! Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.